0: I'm Sharon Betters, and this is the Daily Treasure podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. I'm so glad that you've joined us for this series, Treasures Along the Way. Some of these are pretty personal for me, and today is one of those. It's called Count for Me, Dad. Today's treasure is from Psalm 3418. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Chuck and I joined the autumn ritual of cheering on our 20 grandchildren as they ran up and down the soccer fields, each one displaying their unique personalities in the way they chased the soccer ball and interacted with teammates. Our son-in-law coached from the sidelines with these words to his five-year-old twins, this is the one place you don't have to share. You get to keep the ball all to yourself. If someone tries to take it away from you, don't stand back and say, okay, you can have it. He laughed, looked at us, and asked, How do you teach sweet little ones that they must be selfish on the field? We switched fields to watch eight-year-old Benjamin. Benjamin resembled his Uncle Mark, especially his long-lashed blue eyes. The resemblance didn't stop there, though. Benjamin's job as goalie reminded me of Mark's goaltending career. Cheering on the outside, I privately pulled up the family videos archived in my heart. I smiled at the unforgettable scenes of our little guys, Daniel and Mark, running the beehive play, the one where every child on the soccer field hovers around the soccer ball. Chuck and me yelling encouragement from the sidelines. I quickly moved on to vignettes of Mark's growing sports prowess. Mark was good at every sport he tried, but sometimes his mind played tricks on his natural ability. Mark's Little League coaches depended on his big bat for home runs based on the first few games of hitting home runs. But Mark was just a little boy. Once he felt that pressure, instead of base hits and home runs, strikeouts reigned. As an athlete himself, Chuck knew the only thing standing between his son and good solid hits was a mental block. The mental video continues to run. And there in my mind, I see Chuck standing behind the backstop at home plate. He quietly talks Mark through each time at bat, giving calm, step-by-step reminders of how to do what Mark already knows how to do. I hold my breath with each swing and cheer wildly when Mark gets on base or hits a home run. Mark's smile while he runs the base, it says everything. Such precious memories. But then there's that big foot. Mark was known in his soccer league as a great goalie. He had what teammates called a big foot. He could kick a soccer ball halfway down the field, and he was only 12. So when he took up flag football, his coach assigned him the position of the kicker. Everyone anticipated winning the season because of Mark's extraordinary ability to kick the ball accurately and far. Much to everyone's dismay, Mark froze up toward the end of the season. The pressure to perform was too much, and once again, a mantle block stood between him and victory. At Mark's request, Chuck coached him every evening in the backyard, examining his performance and then patiently counting out his steps. Left, right, left, kick. Every time Mark listened, the ball soared and there was that big grin again, turning his anxious face into one of relief, confidence, and hope. The football season ended with championship games preceded by a kicking contest, Mark's big foot made him the natural choice to represent his team. As we stood on the sidelines, we recognized the fear and watched his body freeze. What to do? We knew he could not kick the ball successfully without his dad's help, but we didn't want to embarrass him by calling out the necessary encouragement he needed. Mark practiced a few runs toward the ball, each time stopping short. He glanced our way, but in his typical reticent manner, he did not ask for help. How could a 12 year old boy embarrass himself by asking daddy for help? Mark's first two attempts in the contest were disappointing. His teammates and coaches held their breath as Mark set up for his third run at the ball. I prayed my mommy prayer, Lord, please energize that big foot. I did not care if he won. I just wanted him to do what he was able Without looking at his father, eyes fixed straight ahead, Mark quietly spoke. Dad, count for me. Without a second's hesitation, Chuck called out the countdown. Left foot, right foot, left foot, kick, keeping time with Mark's run toward the ball. Boom, the football soared into the air. There was that joyful smile again. And the fans yelled as his teammates rushed toward our son knowing he had just won the kicking contest friends sometimes we need a little help from our daddy actually all the time but he knows it's best to wait until we know our need and we're ready to receive assistance that morning mark taught me the value of humility of admitting to the one who was always ready to count for me to whisper step-by-step instructions in my ear and to cheer me on to victory that is sure to come when I listen to him. I'm so glad Mark asked his daddy to count for him. And, O oh, Father, we pray that we would learn from this, that we would not hesitate, we would not let our pride get in the way of asking you for help. You are always there, ready, ready. You have promised that your presence will never be broken for the child of God. So, Father, today, count for us. Hey friends, it's Wednesday, and for those of you who have been around for a long time, you know that on Wednesdays, I'm going to tell you about a Help and Hope podcast that's designed to help turn hurting hearts toward Jesus, but also to equip and enable us to walk by faith wherever God has placed us. And this week's podcast is a conversation that our son Chuck had with Jill Stickles and Kim Aquato. Jill and Kim are founders of Animals and Kids, and you might think, okay, what does that have to do with help and hope? That's why we're calling this Second Chances for Horses Lead to Help and Hope for Children. Jill and Kim are also house mentors alongside Chuck and his wife Melanie at Path to Freedom, which is an outreach and a safe place for girls who have been trafficked. It's an incredible ministry, and you should check out our other Help and Hope podcast to learn more about this ministry and the people whose vision is making it happen. Well, Kim and Jill are a critical part of this ministry, and one of the ways that they are mentoring these broken girls is through broken horses. Horses that they have rescued that need to be loved and cared for, and they bring them together with these girls. And you can imagine how God is going to use that relationship In this conversation, they talk about how the ministry was born and their vision for helping produce wholeness in the lives of the broken children, but also the animals. So I know that some of you are thinking, wow, I need to hear that. I hope all of you will be thinking that. You can go to helpandhopenow.org, click the Help and Hope link, and look for Chuck's conversation with Jill and Kim called Second Chances for Horses Lead to Help and Hope for Children. I'm Sharon Betters, thanks so much for joining us and we look forward to being with you tomorrow.